Hey guys, uh, normally we do some banter stuff here at the top of the show, and we're still going to do that. We're going to do a little attempt at comedy, some banter stuff, but I just want to start off a little bit more seriously here. Uh, so on April 1st, uh, Adam Schlesinger passed away. He is probably best known for the band Fountains of Wayne. He also wrote music for Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, uh, That Thing You Do, a bunch of TV, movies, musicals. But what he's best known for in our sphere, I suppose, is that he um, was one of the one of the two producers, well, <laughs> one of the three producers uh, who were done Even If It Kills Me. Rick Ocasek, who passed away last year, did half of the songs and... Adam, along with Eli Janney, did the other half of the production on the album. And we've joked around a bit about sort of the coronavirus and stuff like that and and how we're all at home, uh, indoor living, you know. But it is very serious. We take it seriously. You should obviously take it seriously as well. And unfortunately, that is what cost Adam Schlesinger his life. And it's it's very sad, obviously. And initially, this week's episode was going to be The Hero Way. We're still doing that episode. We already recorded it. It'll come out next week. But we decided in, in his memory, we would do another song from Even If It Kills Me that he produced. So that's what we're going to do. Uh, we're going to do a song from Even If It Kills Me. And... Uh, we're going to take a quick moment here, and then we're going to reset, and we're going to do some banter. So, please enjoy. Working all day for a mean little man With a clip on tie and a rub on tan He's got me running around the office like a dog around a track But when I get back home you're always there to rub my back Hey Julie, look what they're doing to me Trying to trip me up, trying to wear me down Julie, I swear it's so hard to bear it And I'd never make it through without you around I always get Stacy's mom. I I feel like there's a song that I I don't get it mixed up with, but I always feel like it's one part of two songs. Not not like they did another song, but like there's some other classic song that I'm just Is like another song? song they did. No, like like what would be Jesse's girl? Is it Jesse's girl? I, I, it, it's. <laughs> Have you, I think it is Jesse's girl. I think it's you probably just, you, you know my you've heard my theory, right? I I've not heard your theory. Stacy's mom is Jesse's girl. Have you? I feel like if I look in Telegram right now, you're going to mention this to me, maybe on Facebook. It'd be like is, maybe in Telegram. I definitely girl, tweeted Je- it at some point. Is Jesse's girl, Stacy's mom. I think I think Stacy's mom and Jesse's girl are the same person. Here we go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 2019 May 13th. <laughs> what if Jesse's girl is Stacy's mom? Who's Jesse's girl by? Uh, Rick Springfield. Okay. Um, <laughs> although you didn't, you completely like no sold the question. <laughs> you moved on from that immediately. Fucking not. You didn't even respond to it. You just like asked a different question and continued on. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta look um, this up now. Okay. But uh, uh, but yes, I am convinced that Jesse's girl is Stacy's mom. Uh, it, it tracks too. Like Jesse Girl's like late eighties. Uh, Stacy's mom is oh five oh six ish. So it like you know about twenty years twenty ish years later. That's <laughs> what it probably was acid. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, the reason I, the only reason I didn't read the question now is because it doesn't like doesn't matter. To, like if, this might go in the show and it doesn't matter to listeners. <laughs> I mean, um, I also responded to it twelve hours later. Was it 12 hours? I thought it was an hour and a half later. I didn't realize it was... <laughs> yeah, you sent me that at 2.38 a.m. and I responded at 3.50 p.m. 3.50 p.m. That makes sense, yeah. Um, yeah, no, tw- it's 20 years later. It makes perfect sense that, that like, you know, whatever. Jesse's girl, 20 years later, has a kid, moves to the suburbs. Jesse's girl is Stacy's mom. All I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. I, so, okay, so... Um, I, when I was, um, 
when I was working at Best Buy, we had to do like a like a sort of sales training thing, and it was supposed to be done like right as right as you started there. But for some reason or another, I you know we just weren't able to send me on it. Like you, we would go to we went to the corporate office near the closest corporate office, or the district office, yeah, which is um which was you know like a. 30 40 minute drive away um and we spent like it was it was either you would spend a week doing it or you would spend two weekends doing it um and it was was like a nine to five class type thing and you you know whatever we got paid for it whatnot and you know so like some people who were like full-timers took a week out and did that and since like a couple of us who were part-timers and we had school we um did the weekend one so I don't remember if it was like it was either two full weekends or it was like a two day thing on two Saturdays. But I think it might have been two full weekends. doesn't matter. Anyway, so uh, what we decided was three of us decided three or four of us decided to carpool uh, and we figured, OK, so we'll, we'll all meet up at the store and then we'll carpool from the store all the way to, the, to from our store to the, the district office, which was in it, which was behind another store. And um I, I think I was sitting in the passenger seat and I had the aux. So I was just like, you know, whatever. So I was playing mid-2000s power pop and pop punk because that's what I like. That's what I was playing. Yeah. Uh, and like as like literally like right, like the last song we played before we got back to the, the before we got back to our store was Stacy's mom. And we all just started jamming out to Stacy's mom. This is like 2013. And this is, I think the first day we were just jamming out to Stacy's mom. And uh, because of that, <laughs> because we were just jamming out to fucking Stacy's mom, uh, every day after that, like that we that we did the training the last song I, I sat shotgun because I had because whatever I had the most music on my phone or whatever uh, and I sat shotgun and I played Stacy's mom the last song back um, it's a good memory it's a good Stacy's mom memory yeah that's nice yeah uh, I think the guys names were um, Christian and Tony uh she makes a lot of abstract art She haggles for the cheapest price She never orders takeout food Before 10 o'clock at night She's really into snowmobiles She owns a lot of nice flashlights She cares for all the stupid cats That never found their way helicopters and welcome to this episode of motion city podcast uh yeah it's it's gonna gonna be a slightly weird one but we're we're gonna have fun we're gonna we're gonna try to try to be the same show as we always are so we're not gonna you know it's not gonna be a sad episode um but obviously you know with uh, with adam slushing passing like i said uh, at the top we wanted to talk about a song that he produced and uh and so we picked antonia uh jake do, do you have any quick adam schlesinger stories you want to tell or you just want to talk right about the song now no i i you know it was a name i was familiar with you know from him working on motion city soundtrack and just like the tiny peripheral knowledge of his sure well, I mean, like, like work, everyone knows but... Stacy's mom, right? Like, yeah, there's yeah, nobody yeah. who doesn't know Stacy's mom. Which is like, I, Dan this morning called him the Stacy's mom guy. Like, he's like, can you guys know the Stacy's mom guy died? I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? The Stacy's mom guy? <laughs> um, uh, someone's like, someone it's an insult. He, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> he co-wrote High School Never Ends with Bowling for Soup. Like he did, like I said earlier, he did all the music for uh, Crazy Ass Girlfriend. He wrote the song for yeah, that he, he thing you do. He did a production with lots of people. He did, Minaj, shit. he did a Brothers. bunch of stuff. Um, yeah. Perfect Night with Sarah Silverman and Will I Am, yeah. which I've not heard, but now I'm definitely going to listen to. He he's he he won a, a Grammy and an Emmy and was nominated for an Oscar and multiple Tonys. Yeah, this is one of those, you know, this is one of those producers that you that like you might know exist behind lots of artists who have just you know, have been involved in so much, but you don't know their name. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's definitely one of those things of like, I think even, even I, like before we started doing the show, I, I knew that he was one of the producers on this album and it was always like, 
I think every time I would like be like, oh yeah, Adam Schlesinger, and then I'd look him up and be like, oh right, the Fountains of Wayne guy. Yeah, he did Fountains of Wayne. <laughs> like I know Fountains of Wayne, um, who have other songs besides Stacy's Mom. <laughs> They're a pretty solid power pop band. Uh, n- now is as good a time as any to check out the the oeuvre of um, of Fountains of Wayne. Uh, hey Julie was in an episode of Scrubs. We've talked about this before. Um, so yeah, so uh, let's talk then about the song Antonia. What's your first experience with Antonia? It would have been, uh, you know, like like so much of Motion City soundtrack would have played on Pandora. Yeah. So it wasn't it wasn't connected for me like listening all the way through, even if it kills me. But it would have been either, you know, had Motion City soundtracks songs on either side, or been punctuated by somebody like jimmy world or jack's mannequin um or fountains of wayne so i don't you know i don't <laughs> if that <laughs> station played fountains of wayne it would have only been stacy's mom stacy's mom yeah, yeah um but you know like like everything now that i'm returning to it it's it's a, in a in a different i'm i'm looking at it differently i'm listening to it differently um you know a little i guess it's i i I don't know that I understand it more every time, but there's does it does kind of feel like I learn a little bit more about the song every time I listen to it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, I mean, this one, you know, it's it's a pretty straightforward song. Uh, I, you know, I don't know what we're gonna talk about when we get to song meanings because this is like it's there's there's nothing sort of um, subtextual about this. Um, but uh, but yeah, I think I I think coincidentally not maybe not the first time I listened to the song but my first sort of memory of this song um I was in the car with my uh then friend uh whose name is Anton and I was listening to Antonia and I was like oh Anton Antonia it's funny um I think I might have also been driving him to awake so it was like I think I was I think I was trying to lighten the mood oh man Maybe just that- have lots of stories of people driving people to funerals or wakes and having. No, well, so it's all the same story. Because <laughs> I was listening to to these albums at that time. Yes. So it's so it's all one story of driving <laughs> driving these people to a wake. <laughs> and I happened to be like that. That happens to be my most. Um, pungent isn't the right word, but my my my. Uh, my, my Sort of the the first memory I have of of a lot of Motion soundtrack songs is in oh, that car man. on the way to that wake or on the way from that wake. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> the first memory, like not not my not my you know not my most cherished. You know, actually, we'll we'll get to this eventually. But my I have a story about perfect tea that that is related to my grandfather dying. Um, well. I, we should talk about that when we talk about perfect tea. <laughs> absolutely. Um. Uh, which is weird because that's your favorite song. <laughs> um, yeah, my grandfather sucked. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> wow. All right. <laughs> Beautiful. Um, so, yeah. Um, let's talk a little bit about Antonia. I mean, this one's—it's very straightforward. It's about a girl. Uh, a fictional girl, um, but a girl nonetheless who uh, just it's it's just sort of a, a laundry list of things that Justin or whatever or the sing the quote unquote singer of the song yeah. you know that uh, loves about this this fictional girl, which I'm sure is a combination of girls in Justin's life and also in everyone else's lives. Um, actually, he said um, in well. well um, you know, I'll, I'll read the tweets now since uh, we'll, we'll sort of we'll get that out of the way. So Justin, yeah. um, a couple days ago, uh, you know, sort of spurred on by by Adam's passing, uh, had like a, a very long tweet storm about um, about this song in particular, which is nice because we decided to do this song before he tweeted uh, all these things. So it's nice that the song that he picked to talk about happens to be Antonia because it gives us something to uh, to talk about here. Um, so Justin said, uh, so I'm just going to read all the tweets out. So this is all Justin's words. In 2007, I was recording part of the third Motion City album, Even If It Kills Me, in New York with Eli Janney and Adam Schlesinger at the helm. My memory is not my greatest asset, but I believe it was winter, and I believe it was a cold and miserable experience. New York. Uh, 
Now at the recording session, recording with Eli and Adam was one of the most incredible experiences I've ever had working with producers. Eli was very soft-spoken, calm, and chill compared to Adam's intense and frenetic, dissecting and reassembling several ideas in the blink of an eye whirlwind, force of nature. They were a good team. I did not know Adam outside of making this record. I enjoyed his music, his many bands, the songs from movies and television shows he wrote, and the music he produced. So I guess maybe I did know him through all that. I don't know. The point here is that I wanted to offer a little moment behind the curtain to let you all in on what I experienced working with the man, to celebrate his essential brand of brilliance in the studio. There's a song that stands out for me from that session. It's called Antonia. You can find it anywhere you're interested in hearing... You can find it anywhere if you're interested in hearing what I'm about to write. The... Original idea was fairly straightforward in terms of structure. Apologies if any of this is inaccurate. For once, I had a great problem. I had too many options for lyrics, as the song is a laundry list of things I loved about a certain imaginary woman. The nuances, the weird stuff. I borrowed heavily from Tom Waits' first kiss in this respect. Anyway, I really only had an A part and a B part, and they went back and forth for an eternity. Matt Taylor ended up writing the chorus music, which solidified the whole thing. Then Adam got a hold of it. He ripped the entire thing apart and dug around in its guts, throwing what felt like hundreds of ideas at us, at us at warp speed, eventually helping us reassemble a far superior version of the song. You can listen to a live demo we did on the track in the, on the 10th anniversary reissue of the album if you want to compare and contrast. It was amazing. He suggested that we do this little walk down and uh, this little walk down B part on every rotation instead of just the last two. When going to the chorus for the first time, he had us not sing for two rotations, which was fucking bonkers, but it totally worked. Blew my mind. He had us add a solo. I'll get to that in a minute. And before the solo, had us double uh, the little tag that would normally lead us back into the next verse. But instead of doing that, I got to lay down a ripping solo, which led me on future albums doing way more of that sort of thing. I had never written a solo under duress before. He had me just play along terribly and improvise solo takes. He recorded maybe eight takes in total and then cut and pasted parts he liked and to, uh, the parts he liked together, even moving parts around to the front that I played at the end. It happened so fast. Then he played what he thought the solo should be back to me, and I was floored. It was incredible. My only request was that I be given some time to learn this new cut and paste solo so I could do it for real in a single take, if possible. That day is suddenly coming back to me, flooding waves of nostalgia, a moment in time I didn't pay enough attention to when it was happening, story of my life, maybe that's just what happens when someone dies. Things you chalked up to another winter day in a studio in New York now have more weight. I was working with, and I rarely use this word, a true genius, an artist unparalleled, a great fucking man, and I didn't realize it fully until year I didn't even realize it fully until years later. I'd run into Adam at festivals in Europe, or randomly in New York, here and there, and I was it was always great exchanging brief and simple pleasantries. We were not close, but when you work intensely with someone on a piece of art and you pour your soul into their hands and allow them to reshape it into something new, something excellent, something you couldn't have done on your own, you become forever tied to them in a way. He will be missed by so many. He leaves behind a continent-sized hole where his magic used to reside. My heart goes out to his family and close friends. I can't imagine what they're going through on top of this slow-motion horror show we all find ourselves living in. Please take a few hours and listen to some of his work and share it with others. Turn people onto him, rediscover him, or simply continue to enjoy the art he put out into the world. My buddy Tony Thaxton put together a great Spotify mix of songs of his. You can find that on uh, Tony's Twitter. I was working out a guitar, uh, and then he has some footage from the webisodes, and then talking about, uh, I was working on a guitar lead for the song, Can't Finish What You Started, around the 2.45 mark. We lost a lot of footage after Hurricane Sandy, so unfortunately these eight or so episodes are all we have of that recording session. So yeah, maybe you're a fan, maybe you're a friend, maybe you didn't even know who Adam was. Hopefully this tiny glimpse of my experience with him fills your heart with a little more joy. There is definitely sadness when I think of him, but there is so much more joy. The world was made better by ha him having been in it. We still have his music we still have his essence let's listen let's love let's feel stay safe out there good people i hope to see you on the other side of this when all is said and done much love so um obviously a lot there uh a lot a lot about adam specifically but it's it's really interesting to sort of take a peek behind the curtain uh neither of us have um made any music uh, in any sort of professional capacity, you know, I've done some shitty covers on YouTube and, and uh, good covers. Instagram. Don't sell yourself they're, short. They're fine. They're okay. Um, um, but uh, but never like work with the producer. So it's actually it's it's actually you know in terms of in terms of the show here, it's really interesting to sort of see a peek behind the curtain. Um, and actually, so I, I do I did have the. Um, the live demo from the 10th anniversary pulled up. That's what I was listening to when I was listening to this song. I was listening on repeat to the the album version and the live demo, like back yeah. back to back, over and over and over again. 
Um, so here's a little bit of the live demo. She's a lot of Captain Crunch. She likes to be the friends of mine. She doesn't ever look both ways when she pauses and stops eyes. She tells the dumbest not not jokes. She drinks a lot of Chardonnay. She hates the way I comb my hair. We were married in July. Uh, let me go back to the earlier part here that he was talking about with um where they go from the, straight from the a part to the chorus here which is right around here So, I mean, I don't think it's crazy to say that it, it's obviously a really, really great change to sort of take that B part, um, uh, you know, from back in 1995, she's what keeping me alive, she's the pizza of my, that sort of B part there, um, and, and putting it in every sort of, every every walkthrough mm-hmm. of the of the verse. And then, and then it is really interesting sort of to hold the chorus until later, uh, you know they had they had the chorus twice in this song as compared to presumably three times in the original version, and I think we noticed that also in one of the other songs. Was it? I feel like we noticed that in another song on this album. Some indoor living. Not on, I don't know if it's on this album, but they do interesting things with the choruses on everything. Yeah, they they do, but but obviously you know like the, he Justin says they didn't even consider doing that. Like had us not sing for two rotations was fucking bonkers. Um, so I, I know they've done inter- interesting stuff with the choruses, but I feel like on on one on either Hello Helicopter or Can't Finish What You Started, it might have been on something on a later album. Um, you know, taking inspiration from something they did on this album. But but I do remember discussing that on a on a different song, uh, yeah. and I can't remember which one now. The it choruses are kind of. I don't. I, I would have to listen to them. That's you know. Well, it's, it's interesting too because I, I, you know, I always noticed on on this song and can't finish what you started. I remember, you know, before I even knew this song had two different production producing teams. You know, obviously there's the the Rick Ocasek and then the um, the Adam Schlesinger and Eli Janney team. Um, before I even realized that, I remember noticing that a couple, like some of the songs, you know, you end. Like the song, it seems like the song ends, and then there's like a little musical interlude before the song mm-hmm. ends, and uh, it's on this track. It's on "Can't Finish What You Started." Um, I think it's on "It Had to Be You," which all happen to be Schlesinger produced or Schlesinger Janney produced songs. So that's I think that's that's sort of you know of note as well. That I think that might have just been something that that he was doing on uh, on this album, um, which you know, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think in general, sort of the, the that that walk down, then into the chorus, uh, as opposed to what you know what it was before, where it was just sort of a, like, a, a tiny little musical shift into the chorus. Uh, I found very interesting, uh, and was a fan of. I like it. Um, the live version, or not the 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 demo version. The demo, yeah. Um, I know some of the difference in quality between it and the album version are just because the album version is like the full master and the demo right. is the demo. Uh, but I, I do just think it is straight up better. <laughs> I think even with the full mastering, um, you know? Yeah. The, yeah. I mean, and there's, there's some lyrics that I liked that um, didn't make their way to the full one that stayed in the, in the live demo. Um, God, now I'm putting myself on the spot here. I can't remember any off the top of my head. Um, but there were other ones that made it, you know, that weren't in the demo. So like, she's the pizza of my eye is like, mm-hmm. is that's the song. That's the lyric I think of the most when I think of this song. Um, and it wasn't in the original version. It wasn't in, or in the live demo at least. Um, so it's, 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 you know, it's really nice that, Oh, uh, she, um, I really like the way that Justin's saying, um, she never looks both ways when she pauses at stop signs. Like I really liked the way he's saying that, and that didn't make it to the final version. Um, but you know, that's that's whatever. Like there's there's so much good stuff in the final version that I have no problem with uh, with losing things. Um, but that was one thing that I noticed. Like that's 
every every time I hear that version, I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. I really like that line. But uh, you know, I think it's worth losing for she's the pizza of my eye, which is I think it's uh, it's, it's funny, but also like there's there's just something kind of charming to it. Exactly. You know, like it's it's like you know, obviously the apple of my eye. You know, the apple of my eye. Yeah. But then like you know, it's the pizza right like it's just it's it's, cor- it's it's corny but somehow it's not i don't know it i just, know right yeah it just works yeah somebody so, so somebody on genius by the way also mentioned um because obviously the, the genius there's, there's a single genius annotation for this song and it's for that that she's the pizza yeah. of my eye a play on the Indian the apple of my eye but somebody said it's also a play i don't know if this is true also play on the dean martin classic that's amore when the moon hits your eye like a big pizza pie, that's amore. I I wouldn't be surprised if that's also like I wouldn't if, be surprised if, if, I, I, he's I, a, if he was aware of that, but I, I think it is just about the yeah. I think I think it's just I love pizza. Yeah. So she's the pizza of mine, <laughs> not the apple. Mine. She's the pizza of my eye. Like I like it. It's cute. Yeah. Um, it might it might be a, a slight play on that's amore, but I, I don't really think so. I also like the mention of Benfold's five. Yeah. Um, which is a band that I know that they're they like a lot, and the conversation specifically is like they specifically tried to make the conversation like a Ben Folds song. Uh, and uh, Antonia knows a big Ben Folds Five fan, so I like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she quotes a lot of Annie Hall. Uh, you know, which is like it's just that's just it's it's all like little quirks right it's it's you know i think we've talked about before like specificity specificity makes generality that's not i don't know if that makes sense the words i'm saying that's don't necessarily make sense but <laughs> I, um <laughs> you know if the more specific you are the more um the more the more relatable it is right like yeah sure i don't i don't necessarily you know the girl I love doesn't necessarily make a lot of abstract art or haggle for the cheapest price, um, or you know, quote a lot of Annie Hall. But like, I get it. I get the feeling, yeah. right? It gives me, it gives me the same feeling. You say all this stuff, and it's like, yes, I get that feeling, right? I also love the little things. It might not be the same little things. It's it's like it's one of those things where like you know every sort of pop song. Well, uh, Bo Burnham did a did a joke about that, right? He did a a, a pop song song. Um, uh, she did a couple and they did Pandarin too which was a country version of the pop song um, but it's one of those things where like a lot of pop songs will will go and, spe- and like be very vague in general so you can think it's about you um, or whatever so the teenage girls can think it's about them um, but you know the, the better ones are always like here's just a, something really specific and you can relate to it because you're not an idiot <laughs> right like that's the point it doesn't it doesn't think you're stupid um I remember going back and forth about thinking if the song was like, because of, you know, of course he mentioned this was, this is about a, a fictional person. Um, and I'm like, is it because, because of what you said, because of the specificity, uh, but upon listening and listening and listening while I like the lyrics and I like the specificity, um, there is a, a cordiness to it. And I, again, it's, oh, yeah, it's sure. charming, but it's there. And that's what made me think that, you know convince me that it, that it really is fictional whereas he's not just you know it's wink fictional um but i do i do think that some of it is describing it like a, like you know not not autobiographical but describing oh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm sure i'm sure like i said i'm sure i'm sure parts of it are describing multiple real people well the, right? the like, thing that that always that stuck out to me and what what is the lyric now that that pops out to me uh, more than anything is the i had the lyrics open and here we go looking, it was in the ama i i i knew there was a there was something where he talked about it um so first of all in the in on twitter somebody asked him about it uh, and he says, Antonio is an amalgamation of many people. It was written as the kind mm-hmm. of love song I'd like to have had written about me. But then on, they did an a, a Reddit AMA. Because I, I remember reading something like this. I couldn't find it, but I just found it. Um, I remember the day well when that idea came together. I don't, oh, this is, this is from Justin. I remember the day well when that idea came together. I recently spoke about it on the Voice and Verse podcast, which we did not listen to. We probably should have gone back. Uh, to, re- to reiterate here, I was listening to Ben Folds, The Jesus and Mary Chain, and Tom Waits throughout the day. Somehow that was the magic formula. The chords and melody just popped into my head. I knew I wanted it to be a laundry list type of love song. I just imagined what kind of things I would like someone to sing to me, the kind of love song I would want to hear, and I wrote these things down. 
yes, the song contains things about a bunch of people. The hardest thing was narrowing it down to all the lines that now exist in the song. Funny enough, some things have come true that weren't originally when I wrote the words. Interesting. Uh, I wonder if, was his daughter born in May? I don't think his daughter was born by the time. Oh, well, you mean was she eventually born in May? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't know. The the lyric that pops out to me, the, the lyrics that pop out to me is it's... Um, he was born in May, though. She fainted on the kitchen floor when her father passed away. I, 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 this might just maybe, you know, poetic inclination, but I just... That just seems to me like something, like him recounting something he that saw. That actually happened. Yeah, oh no, for sure. Well, we we, we, uh, we talk about this, I guess, uh, well, next week, in, in next week's episode, The Hero Way, um, where, like, you know, there there is some poetic license of, like, you know, is it 1984? Is it 1987? Mm-hmm. Does it just sound better musically? Uh, and you, you brought up the idea, like, is the whole thing uh, a writing exercise? Um, but you know, behind sort of every fiction, there's there's you you know write what you know, right? So behind every fiction, there's there is some reality. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if he did actually, you know, somebody. Yeah, now, um, now that I've actually like pushed that idea out, um, I I don't I wouldn't recount it, but either he witnessed that himself, or he made it up out of whole cloth. <laughs> That's just the feeling again. Uh, sure. Annoying my record, is, of course. It's the third, and someone did tell him about. It. I don't know. It just. Oh, oh, it seems to me. Like, is, like, is, like, is there anything else that could happen? Like a third, like somebody else? Yeah, I mean, like maybe not. Yeah, because it's a whole, it's a band, right? So maybe, maybe somebody, yeah, like maybe oh, yeah, it was something yeah, yeah. that that Tony was One recounting, or something saw. that yeah. that Matt was recounting. Yeah. Know, it just, just seems to me either like something you make up or. Right. Of course, of course life can uh, be uh, that sorry, way sometimes. Uh, uh, just, what's the other option? Something you make up or something that actually happened? What's, no. what's the third yeah, no thing? Shit, no, shit, no, I, I, no, 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 no. What, 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 what I mean is... What, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I, just, what do you, I don't know what you're saying. I literally don't know what you're saying. It, it, it happened in a quantum position. No. Yeah. Um, <laughs> butchered this. Um, <laughs> no, it's great. It's great. It's fine. <laughs> no, I was... I was I, when I was allowed to be caught up in my head and thinking about it, I'm like, well, what I, what I mean is I thought it was something he, they saw personally versus yeah, something okay, that was gotcha, recounted gotcha, to them. Yeah. Um, I mean, knowing, knowing them, it could be something from a movie, right? Like, yeah, just... yeah. Right. That's just what I'm saying. I just got to not, I got to not try too hard about thinking there's uh, every single thing actually. Happened. <laughs> um, I'm I'm honestly trying to like, read something from the song meanings but like obviously like it's such a straightforward song yeah um someone says i feel like every song on this album is about justin's ex-girlfriend in some way shape or form he says he thinks antonia might be her name i don't think her name is antonia but he he has talked about um it was this album right i feel like we were talking about this album where he said it was like a lot of it was about his ex-girlfriend who left him and, and made him better was it can't finish what you started that we were talking about that with do, do you remember do you, you, you do you remember what we, i'm talking we have about we've definitely talked about the girlfriend leaving and him becoming better um yeah. or him wanting to be, become better oh no you know what no it was uh it was her words destroyed by planet it was yeah. it was my yeah, dinosaur yeah, life yeah. because we were talking yeah, about yeah. whether he was doing it for revenge so the next or, album. or genuine attempt at, at self improvement. Yeah, I don't know. There's really nothing that we can talk about with song means was. Here we go. Um, Jesse says, as far as lyrically, Justin does all of that. I believe he likes to say that it's fifty percent fiction and fifty percent true. He would much rather write something with an interesting story and make half of it up than write something that's completely real and boring. But it's all in his head. Whatever he can think of is what ends up on there. Um. So yeah, I mean. Like we said, most of it is probably and none of them were married yet uh, at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> coincidentally, someone says when I was first half listening to the song, there's, a, there's an awkward pause after the final line symbolizes that he's pulling a Stacy's mom on us because I didn't tie into the previous line. Ah, well, I thought it was funny. When I'm sure this person didn't know that Adam Plessinger was in Fountains of Wayne. Um, yeah, I would I would buy that there were like there were things that were you know. Like, he wasn't actually married, but Josh had just been married. At this time, Josh was the only one in the band who was married. Um, so, I would I would, I would, would definitely buy that. I don't know. Do you know when Josh got married? I, you know, I just, I thought I just knew about, I, I think they've been, he and his wife have been married like 13 years. 
They were married in September. September 8th, 2007, according okay. to Wikipedia. I just, I just I'm like, I, I, 13 I was years either is right. reading I mean, 13, something. 13 years by the end of this year, yeah. Or he was talking about it. I don't know that he was talking about it on Twitch, but he might have been talking about it in a video. Mm-hmm. I don't know, you know. Watch some interview or another where they talked about Josh's getting married. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, and that, I mean, that, that obviously, like, we, we know that it's not necessarily June anyway, because in the... Uh, the demo version, it's we were married in July, and then they just changed it to June because presumably they liked the sound of it better, or it, it, I think because it, it rhymed better, yeah, right? Yeah, she, she was the bride, I was the groom. June, she was the bride, I was the groom. I cried a lot, and then we spooned without her in my life. I would be doomed. Like it just <laughs> it works better. Um, just I like it's 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 nice. It's no, you're right. It is corny, right? Like but like sometimes I don't know. Some sometimes they do a lot of that I'm, stuff where it's corny, but it just works. It's charming, you know. It, it's corny but charming. It's corny but charming, yeah. Where like it just might not work with a different band, um, but I think I think you kind of get away with that with some of the power poppier stuff. And and this is, you know, this is less pop punk and more power pop. Um, which I mean, they're they're pretty blurred lines between pop punk and power pop. Um, and I listen, I got no problem with power pop. I love power pop. Yeah. Uh, and it's, it's, I mean, you know, doesn't doesn't hurt that once again Adam Schlesinger and Eli Janney, like Adam is best known for Fountains of Wayne, uh, as we said. So um, it doesn't uh, doesn't hurt that uh, that you know one of the one of the like one of the the writers the writer of one of the the most famous power pop songs of the mid two thousands happens to be the producer on this track, right? Like, or and half of this album. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see, do we have anything else you want to talk about with the lyrics and the song? Or anything with the instrumentation? We haven't talked about the instrumentation much at all. Uh, well, you know, the, the, this, this does contain something that we've come back to several times, which is just while the June groom spoon doomed uh, as the strong rhymes there, uh, the beginning of it is a lot of not rhyming, which is, again, something that we you, you commonly see. Um, there, there, there is like a thematic repetition. She makes a lot of abstract art. She haggles for the cheapest price. She never orders takeout food. At, you know, um, but well, it's not night. That does rhyme actually. Um, price it, price and night. I mean, they're kind mm-hmm. of slant rhymes, but they rhyme. Oh yeah, well that that's something that he does a lot, which is the the you know um, what, what's the term? Is it phonemes? Um, yeah. yeah. Sounds within, think sounds, sounds within a word that he's rhyming rather than... I actually think there's nothing... I think this song... <laughs> I, I I took your point at first, but now that now that I'm looking at it again... No, it does rhyme. <laughs> uh, art and food don't rhyme, but I write... Abstract art for the cheapest price. Take out food, 10 o'clock at night. Snowmobiles, nice flash lights. And then she cares for all the stupid cats never found their way home. She has with Ginsu, Knives. Annie Hall, Virginity, 1995. Keeping me alive, pizza of my eye. I don't mean I did not survive. I, mean, I, was, I wasn't saying it throughout, throughout the entire song, um, well, but, but I, I just... was like, 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 like it's it's two two lines in each sort of couplet rhyme, right? Price night, lights, lights, lights doesn't rhyme with home, but it also walks down differently, and then rhymes with knives five, and then alive I survive, and then uh, the next one. Actually, the next the next verse does a little less, right? Captain Crunch, Ben Folds Five, Cobra mm-hmm. Snakes, Indiana Jones. Those the dumbest jokes, song jokes, Drinks a lot of Chardonnay. She's the way it's I comb my hair, my but she made me last no, that's June. Yeah, so the, there's there's a lot less in the second verse than there is in the first verse. Um, and and the very end too. Our baby girls like her father passed away. Our baby girls do this May that rhymes. But then mm-hmm. when the little lady grows up, I hope that she will be just like her mother. And then it just sort of like raps there right like it yep. ends the song is done there's there's a little vocal the, the little um few seconds of music instrumental thing mm-hmm. yeah at the very end but like it's a very interesting way to end a song right i i kind of wish there wasn't the instrumental thing at the end um i i really like that I, I hope that she will be just like her mother and know, then it just sort of ends like it's it's because it's already kind of a weird ending to the song right it's kind it's kind of abrupt like the, the fact that the lyrics end there it, it, to me, it seems like it continues the theme of a song that's kind of happy. And no, I, I think the, it's, I think it's, it's good. End. It's not. It's not like it's not like a sad part. It's just like it's it's a little bit odd. Well, well, the demo has the abrupt end, and I, I just I, I like the continuation more than I like the stop. I don't know. Like, I kind of wish either it abruptly ended there or they sang the chorus again instead of just having the. Well, that's that's what that guy in the cover did. 
Oh, did he? <laughs> yeah, he sung the chorus. Uh, he sung the chorus again. Yeah, well, uh, yeah. I mean, I think that's fine, right? I think that that makes sense to me too. And we'll talk about the cover. Um, yeah, I guess I guess let's talk about the cover. Uh, so we have a cover and a remix this time. Uh, no alternate versions because we played the live demo a little earlier. Um, so we'll just do the just do the cover and the remix. Um, because there's no other alternate version of Antonia, which is you know kind of surprising. I would think they'd have like a, a like a bunch of little alternate versions. I kind of wish there was a there was an Antonia on the acoustic version that had a bunch of the 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 removed lyrics, right? Like just like here's the official album version, and then here's the acoustic version. But the acoustic version has a bunch of different lyrics. Um, but you know they didn't do that, and that's fine. Uh, so here is the cover of Antonia. Uh, this is from Corey, nineteen ninety one, and this was posted in April of twenty eleven. So here is that. Let me skip to the sort of end part here. Just like her mother. Normally it ends here, but I'm gonna add another chorus. So cold when she's not around. Float until I sink in the swallowed um <laughs> it's so good it's, it's so really good. good it's really really good yeah i i, I really like it a lot <laughs> but like you know so like this is this is old this is nine years old and this this guy is still making music uh he's yeah. got a band what's his the name, name is Joel his name is cory russell he's in yeah, a band called, russell. Joel, the band's and called the good boys. joel and the good boys they're on everything <laughs> they describe themselves on facebook as dog core and a dog rock and that is, as I've just listened to two of their albums tonight, accurate. <laughs> um, but, uh, like, this guy's not great at YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> like, music's good. He's a good singer. Pretty pretty good at guitar. Uh, I didn't listen to the albums, but you listen to them, and we like a lot of the same stuff. So I think it's fully reasonable to assume I'd also like the music that his band makes. The, the but, first uh, album, I, I, I enjoy the first album. I, I will say the second album, well... Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's not what this is about <laughs> um but like the beginning of this youtube video is just some like all right this is a song by motion city soundtrack and i don't know what it's about well i guess it's about a girl anyway um this <laughs> is like it's it starts off so bad <laughs> and i really expected it to not be as good of a cover as it was and then he starts playing and i was like oh this is good oh Oh, yeah, there's like, also think, like actually some interesting interesting guitar playing as well. Like Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't play any like like the guitar specific parts uh here and but like you know you can find it on YouTube. But like I, I was I was I was really pleasantly surprised. You know, he's got like he's got an interesting voice and he's got like a, a lisp, you know, which is uh whatever, like it's fine, uh but it's 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 interesting. It's just it's something you don't you know, you don't hear a lot uh people with lisps singing. Um uh, is, as you said, it is honest. It's yeah, it's it's honest, it's true, it's 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 just this dude's voice and it, it adds a different sort of texture and a different tone um by just like this dude just singing with his lisp. Like that's just that's just who he is. He's a guy with a lisp and he has a nice voice and he shouldn't like just not sing because he has a lisp. Um and I think it I think it, it adds a, an some you know, it adds something interesting. Uh and I like it. And I think it's I think it's really good. Um so yeah. yep. good on you, Josh Russell. Uh and cool. uh, I hope to hear Corey. more to say Josh, to, yeah. oops, Corey Russell, uh, and I hope to hear more from what's the band called again? <laughs> Joel and the Good Boys. Joel and the Good Boys. Is somebody in the band named Joel? I think Joel's the dog. That's great. It's good. Joel <laughs> and the Good Boys. Oh, Good Boys, like like a dog is a good boy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. good. It's good. Solid. Um, <laughs> yeah, they're on Spotify. They're on Google Play. They're on Bandcamp. Uh, and uh, Jake endorses the first album. Uh, <laughs> the first album is called second, Speak. The second album is not bad. It's just uh, the, the second, second album is like a really tight 25 minutes. And actually the last three songs are all live that recordings. They're not bad, but you could cut those out. It's, yeah, yeah. it's you know, it's rough. There's, it's, it's rough. Not, it's rough. It's rough. It's, uh, <laughs> it's, <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> 
Uh, it would have benefited from recording it in a studio instead of the basement. Or, yeah, I mean, it's an EP, bar. right? So yeah, it's, it's their first EP. It's, I think they're both EPs, really. Well, so the first the one... The second one's got a bunch of songs on it. Does it? I mean, you said 25 minutes. The, fir- the first one is... Uh, it's called... The album's called Speak. And yep. it's and eight songs, 25 minutes, 26 minutes. The second one is Shake. And that one's 14 songs and 41 minutes. Oh, well, that, I guess that's a full album then. Um... Yeah. All right. Cool. Uh, so the, the last thing we got is a remix of Antonia, and uh, Jake and I initially disagreed on this. I don't know if we still do. <laughs> so no, I'm no, no. Play... I, I came back around. <laughs> I'm gonna play a little bit of this. Uh, it's called the Bench Remix. I wanted to like it. What's I don't that? think it, I don't think it, I don't think it's bad. Like I wanted to like it. I don't think it's bad, but yeah. it's Oh, you know, let me let me play a little bit of the chorus cuz I think that this is a little different. So let me do the chorus. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like it was a lot a lot too much of um like crunching the vocals for no reason and then just sort it, of it's just like it just feels it just sort like of spe- speeds it up, puts a little beat yeah. over it and then crunches the vocals and it's like, <laughs> yeah. "Oh. Yep. Okay. Thanks." I guess <laughs> like I, just, I feel like it kind of doesn't doesn't really do enough. It it doesn't do enough and then at the same time does too much. That's if that makes sense. That's like someone who is new to Photoshop and they're using filters <laughs> on a picture and it doesn't sound terrible, um, but it I guess there's promise there. I, I when I when I when I first started it, that's when I'm like, oh I'm liking this and then it yeah, kept yeah. going. I, I thought <laughs> yeah, they were going yeah, to do more I thought they were going to do more interesting things. Uh, yeah, it was, it was so, yeah. That's the thing. Yeah, it it, it does it, it does that little like the little shift in the like initially the vocal sound standard and then there's a little shift where it sounds like a tune old timey radio. Um, and then it just sort of does that the whole time. Uh, he's got a lot of videos on YouTube, although he hasn't posted anything in seven years. But there's like some <laughs> covers and originals and stuff. So I think he was just messing around. Like I don't think this was like there's no like there's only a couple of remixes. And those are like both ten years ago, um, but he's got a lot more, um, a lot more stuff. Uh, it says "Low the Radio." I think he had a band called Low the Radio, but I don't think they ever went anywhere. Uh, all right, that is covers, alternate versions. Do we got anything else? Any any last any last final thoughts on Antonia? You've uh, I think you've covered everything. Um... You know, like like all the little things, like Justin talking about it on Twitter, but then also like him talking about it before, and then uh, also the the one thing I wish I wish I'd mentioned is that Adam Schlesinger uh, wrote that thing you do, yeah, yeah, and like the music, yeah. I don't know, we kind of, like we kind of talked about it, but like you know, yeah, that's that's what he was uh, Oscar nominated for was that song. Just, just. You know, reemphasizing like, you know, the, yeah. The I mean, quiet, it's obviously quite genius. Uh, I guess not yeah. quite genius. Well. <laughs> well, I mean, quite quiet in that you don't really like, you don't you don't know him well. You know, it's it's not it's not a name. It's not, it wasn't a household name. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but everybody knows something he's done. Yep. If not Stacy's mom, <laughs> like there's there's something that you've heard of uh, from him uh so yeah it is it is it's quite a loss um you know very i I mean there's really not really all that we've said all things we can say there's really not much we can say we didn't we didn't know him but uh our hearts got to his family and like just a quick psa you know uh the the virus (laughs) uh that's stay home plaguing the the world right now is it's uh it's a big fucking deal <laughs> like you know uh adam schlesinger was 52 years old um you know you know not a not a young guy but not an old guy uh there's plenty plenty of young people passing away as well uh stay at home 
if you can, uh, you know, try to try not to come in contact with with other people if if at all possible. You know, do do everything you can. Um, and he was, you know, he was he was. They were caught it pretty early. He was in a hospital. He had a ventilator, um, and you know, unfortunately, still passed away. So, mm-hmm. uh, absolutely tragic. It absolutely sucks. Um, you know. If in, not just for the great art, but obviously he's a person, and uh, as as far as I can tell, a really good person. <laughs> um, so it's a uh, it's it's a great loss uh, to lose Adam Schlesinger. So um, yeah, our hearts go out to his family, and mm-hmm. and that's that's that, I guess. Um, so that's it for this episode of Motion City Podcast. Thank you for listening. Uh, like I said earlier in the show, next week we're going to be talking about the Hero Way. And, um, just, uh, just, uh, I'll, again, a quick note. We recorded that, uh, I think two weeks ago now <laughs> we recorded that a little, mm-hmm. we recorded that a little while ago. Uh, so next week's episode is going to be, going to be pretty old. Um, so if, if we joke about something that isn't funny anymore, that's why, <laughs> um, uh, you can follow us on Twitter. We are at motion city pod. Uh, I am at Kuhan. Jake is, as of yet, still at XFIT minus, but, but expect uh, a change just as soon as possible. <laughs> yeah, there may be a change coming soon, so we'll see. Uh, I, I gave mine right. I'm at Kuhan. Yeah, uh, we can. We're on Instagram, uh, Motion City Pod, Motion City Pod at Gmail dot com. Uh, you know, that's. I mean, that's all of the socials. Uh, Patreon, give us money or don't. It's also fine. Uh, subscribe to the show uh like l- oh itunes reviews give us reviews on itunes because apparently that's a big deal uh I- i'm told that helps so please please help us uh with uh with likes and uh and five star reviews on itunes that is it for this episode of motion city podcast until next time uh, I don't know. Stay, stay, stay well out there. Um. <laughs> oh, uh. I'm trying. Now I'm trying to find like, is there like an Adam Schlesinger song that I can like end on? Uh, but I can't really find one. <laughs> Until next time, Stacy's mom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, there's got to be something better. Uh, until next time, uh, welcome interstate managers. No, until next time, keep doing that thing you do. Oh yeah, no, that's, that's so obvious. That makes so much more sense. <laughs> Stacy's mom has got it going on. She's all I want, and I've waited for so long. Stacy, can't you see? You're just not the girl for me. I know it might be wrong, but I'm in love with Stacy's mom. Again, I'm swallowed up. It's so cold when she's not around. I wait for her to come home and tell me I'm.